Ahoy hoy! I'm Tony. And I'm Tally. And we are the Lazy Book Lovers! We need our little poppers or. We said our own name! So. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. She's got a whole human growing inside her. I also have a lovely cold. Because why not? <laughs> In the height of summer. In the height of summer during a heat wave. Who doesn't get a nice sniffy I've taken so many, like, lateral flow as well, because I was like, it's got to be something. No, it is just a cough. Yeah, like, I keep getting, like, this weird sniffly, coldy, fluy, and I'm like, it's definitely COVID this time. It's definitely COVID. It's still never COVID. I've been around, like, I've been exposed, like, I think twice in the last month. Still no COVID. And I'm at this point, I'm like... Fucking immune, like <laughs> superhero. You're gonna regret that now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. I've gone two years without getting it. Have you not had it? I. Uh, do you remember the really nasty chest chest infection I had? Yeah. Right at the start. Mm. I'm starting to think that was COVID back then. Perhaps because I was that still... was before they were had all the tests and stuff. It was before it? tests were available. Yeah. It's when I was still working on the hospital site as well. That would not shock me then. So, and it was a really nasty chest infection that probably took me like nearly a year to get over as well yeah it probably was so like it affected my asthma cool. for about a year so that's why I think and mum had just come back from a holiday or oh, she also got the same nasty coldy fluey thing um oh, yeah, I was thinking the other day like baby has I had when I had covid mm. I was pregnant and I didn't know because mm. I had it over Christmas didn't I do they have to monitor that or something like, well, I don't know. Because yeah. <laughs> they don't know much about like no. COVID and babies, my, do they? I got my booster, and mm. they said, is there any chance you could be pregnant? And I was like, no. And as she was doing it, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, um, and she was like, it, 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 she said, as far as we're aware, it won't have any effects. And I was like, okay, cool. But then I got COVID. Yeah. And then I found out I was pregnant. And since then, I've had loads of really horrible infections, mm. like chest infections and colds and stuff. But I don't know if your immune system's just been low, so... Uh, yeah, your immune system was really shit when you're pregnant, which shocked me, because I thought it'd be higher. Mm. But well, also, as we discussed, yeah. baby is a virus that the body's trying to get rid of. Um, well, and, and mental health things can affect your immune system. Like, There's all sorts of things that can affect it. And my son goes to preschool. Yeah, and lives in a house of germs, like in a preschool. All the germs. Yeah. So, I just think... I will cough in everything. Cool. Your body can only do so much. I'm looking forward to monkeypox next. That'll be fun. Oh, God, don't even. In America, that's been declared like an emergency, hasn't it? Have you seen the people that refuse to wear masks during COVID are voluntarily wearing masks so they don't get monkeypox, even though it's not... Just because it gives them ugly scars. (laughs) Yeah, even though it's by contact, not by... Yeah. But they are obviously quite stupid because they didn't wear masks when they were perfect. I don't know. We have some American listeners. Are you guys okay? Like, your your country seems wild. I mean, ours is is closely following suit. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's so scary. Like, I honestly don't want to... I don't look at the news anymore. Like, I only get my news through like Twitter that I have to monitor because of work and then it'd be like trending topics and I'm like oh what horror show is trending today 
I keep getting like clips on TikTok of where mm. a lot of like the conservative members now no longer give a shit and oh, are just saying what they're trying to hide. Yeah. yeah, they're just like, oh, 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 it'd be funny when poor people die. <laughs> or like a sixteen-year-old smells buttery. What? <laughs> <laughs> Like, as actual member of our parliament he, said uh, that. He said that years ago, and he's been recently questioned, and he was like, yeah, what's wrong with it? And what's your problem? A 12-year-old smell buttery. You know, like, that Michelin Web... I think it's a Michelin Web sketch, where it's like... Uh, like, you know, they're doing, like, the calculations how to save the economy, and he's like, what if we just kill all the poor people? And they're like, what, hypothetically? And he's like, yeah, hypothetically. Like, what if... <laughs> run the numbers. What if we just kill all the poor is that are you saying that's the conservatives right now? <coughs> yeah, that's basically yeah <laughs> their current policy. They're um they're gonna get rid of any university degrees that they see as not money earners. So anything in the arts and humanities. But I think they've proven they did a study to show like an English degree has so many like lateral career choices. Yeah, and like the thing is, nothing's a money earner mm. in in our current and future economy. And obviously conservatives see differently, but if you can make a living from the arts and you're passionate about it, it doesn't matter. If that's what you're passionate about, you should follow it. Like, it really doesn't matter. It's not like everyone can go into politics because they'd still have to go to Eton or whatever. I don't know, if we just end up with just, like, bankers and lawyers and whatever... What are they going to watch? What are they going to read? Like when they did those posters, <laughs> Boris did those posters last year about how you shouldn't do arts because it's not, you don't yeah. make money. And then everyone was like, who designed the posters? Yeah, who designed who your designed poster? the posters of yeah. Boris? Yeah, who drew that? Like, Was it graphic designers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Anyway, so today we're going to do <laughs> about... that nugget of joy. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Speaking of non-money earners, <laughs> authors, <laughs> you'll be the first to go under conservative Oh my government. god, yeah. <laughs> the impoverished author stereotype. Oh, oh my god, have you seen Stephen King like, proper taking his, um, proper throwing his publishing house under the bus in that lawsuit that's going on? No, I haven't. Yeah, because you I know the random... Penguin Random House are trying to buy or the other trying to consolidate with I can't remember what else two of the big five are trying to consolidate yeah and the in America like they, they've been like well no because yeah people you know you can't have that much of the market monopoly, yeah. yeah and it's been going through court and uh, Stephen King was taken in and he was like no I don't think it should be allowed and blah 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 he was talking about how important indie authors are and yeah. stuff yeah well, they're good for you. What's happened with our, our news outlets in the UK? They're owned by like we, we, three people. We basically. don't have news outlets. We have <laughs> the creative outlets. Yeah. For some conservatives. Yeah. They like, should newspapers should be taken down because they're creative. They oh yeah. To the arts. And those people did journalism degrees. Mm, how very dare they? That's like humanities degree. <laughs> so many of our MPs did humanities as well. Well, they did, like, philosophy. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Like... <laughs> I, know that, I know that shows critical thinking skills, but how can you sit there on your high horse and you did, like, philosophy or whatever? Yeah. Like, but art history is a waste of time. <laughs> a fine arts degree. Uh, if you're good at fine arts, you can make a min. 
Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. But also, if you study things like that, you learn how to critically think, and mm. that is not what a government want, is it? No. No, no, no. And I don't want people to know history, because then you'll be like, this rings a bell. <laughs> <laughs> this seems <laughs> dodgy. <laughs> so, I'm going to talk about some upcoming slash books that have just come out recently. Indie books. Yes. So I think we'll have like probably two more, this one and one more this year because a baby Mm. break. So if you have anything coming out from October onwards, please let us know. Yep. Go to our website, lazybookclubbers.wordpress.com. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, there's Um, a little submission page. Which none of you have used. Why? Tell your friends. You must have author friends. Or come to our Instagram or go to my TikTok. All the links are in our cards, mm-hmm. so just just do it. Yeah, shout if you're in any author forums, indie publishing forums, we're not fussy about what we talk about. Even if it's not like a genre we prefer to read, we'll talk about it on here. Mm-hmm, so yeah. we're very, very much for the indie authors. Did I tag you in that indie author that shared my my plea for indie authors to share? No, their I didn't see oh, it. Oh, it was on TikTok, I'll have to show you. Yeah. And she um or they, because it's actually a duo, mm. duetted my video. And then they're like, what about my book? And I was like, your book is actually already on my list for this episode. So <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, speaking of indie authors, I thought I'd tell them about... I'd, I wrote 7,000 words last week Yay! for my story. I don't, know, I don't even know where the inspiration fairy is coming from. This is but... how you're dealing with the heat. <laughs> I'm not going outside. <laughs> I, d- I just right. uh, doing what you're doing, absenting myself from reality, but just in a different way. In my own mm. little made-up universe, it's great. <laughs> yeah, like so. when I sat down and worked out how many books I've been reading mm. recently, I was like, oh, I really don't want to be here. Yeah, <laughs> and I've been listening to like lots of audio books as well, mm. especially whilst working. Just like re rereads. Uh, so yeah, I pay too much attention or. Yeah, I've been re-listening, re-reading the From Blood and Ash books, like Mm. I told you. Oh, yes, did you? (laughs) Because I was finding Poppy frustrating. (laughs) I just have to vent to you. Anyway, so... So, Okay, so let's start with one that came out on the 21st of June, so I'm a little bit behind, but... Well, we did our last one, we did it in advance, so it's all going to balance out. It's all... It's a shout out regardless. So this is from a series called Origins of the Gods. Book three came out on the 21st of June. And book three is called Creation. And this is by Charlie Nottingham. Mm-hmm. Nottingham. So I assume they all carry on from one another. So let me look at the series overall. So book one's called Origins. Yeah. Book two is called The Thrones of Awe and Ice. Oh, I like that. And then book three is called Creation. Mmm. So, yeah, they've all got... Getting a bit different with the names. They've all got some pretty good um, reviews. Their covers go well together. I'll start with the covers. Okay, okay. So, they've got some, like, old-timey, almost ruiny text. Okay. With the titles, which we love. Mm-hmm. And like the first book, Origins, is a woman sitting on a throne with like some purple flames coming out of her hand. Oh no! 
house. She looks like a pure babe. Oh, she looks like a bad bitch. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, so it's like a realistic illustration, isn't it, kind of thing? Yeah. And the second one is the same woman. I'm assuming, yeah, I think it's the same woman. And she's standing there in a dress. That, um, I'm interested in the pause on dress. <laughs> I don't know why. I was just looking at it and I was like, she's, her hand is, is holding her dress there so she doesn't oh. reveal herself, basically. And she's holding hands with a gentleman who is wearing like some sort of warrior's clothing, but shirtless. And they're in front of frames. Oh, okay. So, um, is that the same tree on the right as well? It's the first, it's like a so. viney kind of tree thing. I'm wondering if there's a slight bit of spice in this book, judged by their clothes. But the half-naked warrior man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> the last one. Which we love. <laughs> creation is the two of them together, I assume. Um, yeah, I think it's the same two people. And he's like cuddling her from behind, and she has a red boogie oh, top no, on. I don't think it's a tree this time. Uh, there's like a scenic kind of thing behind them. But they look like good covers. Yeah. And they all go well together, so. Yeah. Bravo. That would attract me. Bravo, Charlie. Let's talk about the book. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> not just the cover. We're like, yep, yep, yep. Just promote your covers and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to do the. Blanket. <laughs> when it comes <laughs> to disclaimer, names of people, places, things that are slightly more complicated, <clears throat> just don't expect Tally to get it right. <laughs> I mean, even like, yeah, mm. they don't really have to be fantasy. It's just <sighs> if it has more than two syllables, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's something I've already said in my life before, yeah, or had said. <laughs> so from book one, yep. Fae marry for love. That's fucking, I knew it was fairies. Yeah. When I saw the tree and like the scenery, I was like, there's definitely fairies. <laughs> Fae marry for love. Angels marry for quality. Oh, angels. So, Via has dreamed of becoming queen of the Fae since she was a girl. But once she finally takes her throne and her world is under attack by ruthless soul eaters, she's forced to watch it burn or marry a man she hates. Lux, the king of angels. Hmm. Nyx is a half-elven, half-angel bastard prince of both the elven nation and the land of angels. When he takes his place as hands of the king beneath his brother, it becomes his duty to guard the new queen, Via. Oh, I think we know what happens. Will Via assimilate into the world where women are traded like cattle, or will she steal Lux's world from under him with his brother at her side? Hopefully second. Um, <laughs> if you liked Game of Thrones and from Blood and Ash, you'll love this sexy and magical world of the origins of the gods. Oh, okay. This series can be read on its own, but is a distant prequel series to the urban fantasy Eluding Destiny series. Oh, okay. As in thousands of years in the past, and it's intended for mature audiences, so yes, there will be some sort of sexy sexual content. Yes. So she's got another series. Why did you say that? With, I don't know. <laughs> like the inventing Anna accent. <laughs> oh, I can really hear that, like. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, so the Eluding Destiny series by Charlie Nottingham. Nine book series, Anna's a prequel. Ooh. 
Charlie, take a day off. Damn. <laughs> I'm assuming it's that thing as well then, because this, so that Origins of the Gods mm. is a prequel series. Mm. Oh, oh, how I miss the days when taking down a vamp was my biggest problem. Oh, there's vampires. And werewolves. <laughs> yeah. Tell you, these indie authors are doing the hard work. And like, unlimited. Mm-hmm. Just saying. <laughs> well, no, well, I was looking at a second-hand Kindle. Yeah. Um, I need to ask your opinion, actually, on, like, the version and whether it would be too old or something. I found one that's 50 quid for second-hand. That's good. But it's, like, a 2018 Kindle. I don't think that's too old. I'm not sure. We'll have a look. Yeah. But, Charlie... So, if I get Kindle approval. and therefore get Kindle Unlimited... I'm sure I'll be reading that. <laughs> oh, 100% available. I, well, I fully intend, if I do like get it, to go through all our indie authors and go and download them all. We have a uh, a wish list, which is in our card link, and it has every indie author I've ever mentioned on an indie author episode. Don't buy through that link. You can if you want, but you'll just send it to me. But <laughs> <laughs> use that to put it to your own. Your own basket. Or buy us books. Or buy we're, we're fine with that. Either or. <laughs> Either or, whatever. <laughs> Never place your vote. Right, the next one. I'm actually reading it at the moment. Okay. I actually started it last night. She's doing an excited squee face, so I'm assuming it's good. <laughs> so, it says here, 26th July. I feel like it didn't come out that long ago. Maybe it did. Maybe it did, yeah. Anyway. Maybe time is unreal. <laughs> yes. Um, 100% yes. This is by Luna Day. I feel like I've We've talked about Luna before. Day before because mm-hmm. we loved her name. Yeah. So this is from the Fated Phase series. This is book one. Okay. And this is called Phase Mate. It's only like 170 pages. I got about 30% through last mm-hmm. night and I intend on finishing it today. So. This, so, oh, I'll do the I'll do the cover. All right, let's do the cover. So it's a. Um, I think she had good covers last time. Yeah, all of her covers are beautiful. So it's a fae male, mm-hmm. and he is a uh, next. It's like autumnal. Okay. Because he is from the autumn court. I know that because I started reading it. Um, and he is like holding the chin up of a human lady. Because she's got round ears, and not just because I started reading it. (laughs) And she's in like an autumnal ball gown, and he's like holding her up like he's gonna kiss. And it's against like an autumn backdrop. Oh, it's like in a woods, like autumnal woods. Oh, I love it. So, as I said, I started reading this, so I'm not going to read the. uh, Shall I read this? Because actually, this might just cover what I was gonna say. This probably gives away more than I would have said. I do find right. that sometimes with blurbs. They do tell you a lot. Yeah. So, just another monotonous day or so I thought. Little did I know my life was about to change forever. When the air in my bakery gets hot and heavy, I think I've left the ovens on again. Bare things start shimmering and I feel faint. Then a world is consumed by a blinding white night. I wake up in a beautiful autumnal forest and I'm not alone. There are others with me. When a fey lord arrives and tells us that we have crossed into his realm... He takes us in as his guests. Trapped in a land of magic and secrets that doesn't feel safe for a human, 
I have to find a way back through the portal that brought me here. I'm actually going to stop there. Okay. Um, and it says, please read before starting. The Fated Face series is a work of adult fantasy romantic fiction. As such, it includes mature themes such as sex, which are described in graphic detail. Oh, I definitely will finish this today. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what a shame! So yeah, um, she wakes up in this woods and there's ten others, there's eleven humans that have okay. been pulled through this portal. And they wake up in this thing and everyone's like, the fuck are we doing here? Where are we? And then they find two two males like passed out on the floor. And okay. when they look at them, they notice they've got pointy ears. And one of the humans that's been pulled through is a bit of a bit of a fae expert. You know, she's a bit okay. of a supernatural queen and okay. she's like, Hang on, these look like fae and then yeah. So and then the High Lord comes along and he's like, What you done to my brother? So one of the ones that are on the floor is his brother. Mm. And who the hell are all you? <laughs> what are you what doing the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> um and the book alternates, so one chapter from her point of view and one chapter from the High Lord's point of view. Okay, I like that. And um, as soon as he looks at her, he's like, the oh, fuck? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you find out that, I mean, I'm only a, a little bit in, mm. so it's not, I don't think it's a spoiler. So basically his brother and his friend from the summer court, I think, they created the portal because his brother knew that his mate was in the human realm so he made the portal to bring his mate through okay. but obviously something went wrong and they brought through 11 people and the high lord has found okay cool yeah, really cool and she, she's just like pure attitude because she's like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> and um he he guesstimates it will take about a month for his brother and the other to get their powers back yeah. open the portal so they're basically going to be there for like a month oh no what a shame what a shame stuck in the handsome high lord for a month oh, I wonder no. what will happen and in the autumnal court which would always be my choice of court mm. you'd probably go for like a summer one or something depends what kind of summer because mm. I don't enjoy this kind of summer a spring court you know what I just needed to sit around the 20 degree mark yeah. and then I'm happy I need to not be wearing coats. I hate coats. <laughs> or jumpers. Mm. I just need to, that's what I need from 15 to 20 to mid 20s at the most. See, I'm a 10 to 13 mm. kind of girl. Yeah. As so, with that, out of the two of us, you're the one that's lived in a hot country abroad, <laughs> and I haven't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I also lived in a cold country. Oh, yeah. You've lived a life. I always think about that snow. I hate snow. It's like super fluffy snow. I hate. I hate wearing a coat. Like it's just the most annoying I thing. I've love... always hated wearing a coat. Yeah, I mean coats I could take or leave, but I love wearing jumpers and scarves. Mm. Do you miss some big scarves? I do have. Like I used to have a friend at uni used to say, like he can tell how cold it was by how much bigger my scarves got. <laughs> He's like, I use that to measure how cold it is. He's like, you're never wearing a proper coat, but the scarves get yeah, bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> I've got some, like, kind of poncho-style mm. ones, and I'm like, they're good, because they're not really yeah. coats, but they're very warm. Okay, right, this next one was um, suggested to me on TikTok in that duet video Okay. Um, by someone who'd read it. So okay. that's cool. So it was that's cool. from the author, it was from 
someone who recommended it. Yay, so, we like that. Thank you. So this came out on the 9th of August, and this is called... <sighs> the Exorcist Touch. It's like Exorcist, but without the... <laughs> at the end. <laughs> Exorcist. Yeah. Okay. Touch, yeah. Okay. Um, so this is book two in the Ash Strike Sanctorium. I don't know why I didn't say that word, and I still probably said it wrong. Series. Okay. By Kimberly M. Ringer. Oh, another good um, name. Who is on TikTok. I actually double-checked and I follow her, so that's cool. The world is filled with any number of supernatural and paranormal creatures. The Ashtrike Sanctorium. Why can't I Proud of you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> also known as the Agency. I'm just going to call it the Agency right, now. Right, yeah. <laughs> oversees them all, ensure, ensures their safety, and keeps the humans' ignorance of their dealings. So I assume each one follows like a different... Maybe yeah. you can, maybe you, maybe like you can read them obviously all in mm. order, but perhaps you can pop in and out. The standalones from the same world, mm. basically. So like this that. one has a like biker gentleman with glasses on the front cover, and then behind him is like a red portal ring kind of thing. Okay. Oh, he's got like sunglasses on. Looks dead tough. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Like that? Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so. I'm gonna bet now. Enemies to lovers? Oh, let's find out. Morally grey? <laughs> what are we going with? <laughs> Morally grey, I'm gonna go with. Okay. I, I haven't read it yet. That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when your assignment doesn't die? Oh, maybe. You know, <laughs> so, Exorcy? Yeah. Jesse Westbrook. We're so sorry. <laughs> it all sounds very cool. Jesse Westbrook can't touch anyone with his bare skin. If he does, they die. Such is the curse of an exorcy. The executioners for the sanctuary. (laughs) The agency. agency. (laughs) His job is as simple and complicated as that. Receive the name and location of the person. Of a simple touch, the extermination is complete. Jesse's life is an all death and destruction. He is Maddie Taylor. The woman is his forever. He never dared to truly touch her. When her brother dies, her life spirals out of control. The point she pushes Jesse from her life. Now she is his next assignment. <gasps> so we're both wrong. That sounds good. That's a oh. nice little twist. Well done. I'm gonna look at the first book and see what that's about. <laughs> just gonna go off on yeah. this. First book's called The Astral's Bonded. I mean, at least I can just about say that. Yeah, It's it supposed to be a simple assignment. Astriel Jade Romero was supposed to fix the werewolf problem at the Porter Ranch. <laughs> and there was a problem she hadn't prepared herself for. The human foreman of the ranch, Colton Webster, he occupied all her thoughts and sucked her in like she never had before. Mm. And that's got, like, a badass lady with her leather jacket in front of, like, a blue circle, so it kind of kind of matching covers in a way. Same font as well. Mm. Looks good. Swishy font. (laughs) Kimberly M. Ringer. Good job. Which is also the TikTok account of Kimberly M. Ringer. Right. Next one comes out on the twenty second of August. (laughs) 
This is called Seagulls from Hell. <laughs> and I really can't wait to read it. Oh my god, I already know it's going to be good just from that name. I know. I, I'm yeah. on the author's newsletter, like mailing newsletter, just watching it, waiting for it to come out. Cause it <laughs> just poised. Yeah. So this is by Ashley Lister. Yeah. Um, And the image is like, you know those like B-movie movie covers, you know like the really kind of vintage yeah, yeah, and like that like that kind of vintage font yeah it says seagulls from hell and yellow and the rest of it's black and white with like a little evil seagull so it's kind of like oh what's pulp fiction kind of font yeah That's what I was trying yeah, to yeah, think of. yeah 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 that kind of that entire style of movie font yeah so I like it. It's it's only like 150 pages, and I've been I've been watching this. I want to read it as soon as it comes out. Ashley, if you want to send me a copy early, please do. You'll get lots <laughs> of free promotion out of it. Yeah. Um, I've been stalking your newsletter. Um, so this says people visit Blackpool for various reasons. Some see sex and seagulls. <laughs> oh, some see sand, sex and seagulls. This dark and twisted story, set against the backdrop of the UK's most famous seaside resort, follows a private investigator as he tries to locate a missing person, believed to be amongst the homeless community. It's an investigation that will bring him face to face with violence, torture, punishment, murder, and the seagulls from hell. (laughs) Yes! I want it! I want to read it so bad! (laughs) I mean, it's true. Like, the British seaside seagulls are... They're a law on Insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's had some other books out, and yeah, it looks like, so. I went through like his because this is the first time I've heard of this author. Yeah. And I went through his previous stuff because I was like, does he just do like horror or B movie mm. horror? And no, it looks as though he started off doing like smutty books, and now he does like <laughs> horror. And one of his books. That's a great progression. <laughs> one of his books is called How to Write Erotic Fiction and Sex Scenes. Okay. And one's called Old People Sex. <laughs> and there's like books called Swingers. And then it's like Conversations with Dead Serial Killers. <laughs> like, this guy just, sounds like a whole vibe. He's just like, he's just writing what he wants to write and like really. Are you on TikTok? Yeah, I think that's where I found him on TikTok. Hang on, let me. You're going to just send me. I will send you the link. Uh, yeah. Hang on. No, I haven't got him on TikTok. Where did I find him? I found him on Book Funnel. Okay. Yeah. And that's where I saw this book and I was like, I have to have this book in my life. Like, right now, please. This sounds like someone who'd be hilarious to be friends with. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, his author photo is um, him and a dog as well, like, sitting in a library or a bookshop, which yeah. I borrowed it. That's a from. green flag, straight off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... The next one is the third book in the Divinity Chronicles. You've read the first one, Lady of the Primordial Tree. Oh, cool. The third one's coming out on the 23rd of August. I didn't know the second one came out. I'm very behind the times. Yeah. Yes, it has. I've not read the second one yet, actually. Mm. And the second one's called Heiress of Creation and Decay. And the third one is called Goddess of Warfare and Renewal. So they're all available on Kindle Unli- on Kindle Unlimited, and the new one when it comes out will be available. They've got quite pretty covers. Yeah, they all kind of follow the vibe. So obviously, you've seen, you've got the yeah the first, first one. Yeah. The second one is like a kind of almost stripped back version.
version of it. I think it matches the name quite well. It's a bit more like, mm, I want to say palatial, but I'm not sure that's the right word, but like, mm, epic. And then the third one has the vibe of the first cover. Mm. So it's all like golden around the edges with like floral and... Fantasy-esque. Very fantasy-esque, yeah. I was trying to think of the words then, but they wouldn't come. (laughs) So it says here, high fantasy feminism. This book is perfect for fantasy readers hoping for a mix of Brandon Sanderson's unique universes and magic systems for Sarah J Mass's ability to write romantic tension. Obviously I'm not going to go through them because it's Mm. the third book, but I know that me and you had very different opinions on the first one, didn't we? So it'd be interesting, would you pick up the rest? Do I don't know. I do want to know what happened, and it was like a really interesting world, yeah. and like obviously the fact that it's like a maternal t- maternal like society as well. Not maternal. What's the word I'm looking for? Matriarchal. Yeah, which is very rare. And like the way the way she plays with the gender politics of that, mm. because like the way they discuss like men still being like aggressive and stuff, and how it works in that world, and yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely want to pick up number two and definitely number three as well mm-hmm. i'll probably reread number one because i read it as like um an arc i think yeah so it was a very long time ago it feels like now um so i'd like to reread it and i have the physical copy of it mm. so there might be changes from the one i read as yeah. well so yeah i'd like to definitely like to reread that and then give the next two a try oh and that's by i don't know if i said her name no daniela a mira Mera. Another great name. Yeah, you can follow her on TikTok and Instagram. She does quite good mm. TikTokies, tickety tockies, ticky tackers. Okay, so speaking of great names, All right? Opal Rain. Come on now. I know, right? Like some people are just designed to be like you could you could not be like a lawyer with that name or like a banker. I don't know, <laughs> like an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> like my accountant is Opal Rain. Like you were always going to be an author. <laughs> Or a singer. Okay, so she is fantastic on TikTok. Mm-hmm. She is um, well known for sharing monster erotica books. <laughs> this book was recommended to me on Discord because... So it's about shifters. Of course. That can shift into dragons. Oh my god. And um, oh no. the... Smutty sings, it does not shift back to human. <laughs> Which is why it was recommended to me. <laughs> oh, I wonder why. <laughs> so this is called The Witch Slayer. It's from the Witch Bound series, and this is book one. And it has a picture of a dragon, and presumably the lovely lady who's going to get ravaged <laughs> by the dragon. But he's, like, so much bigger than her. Like, the mechanics of that, interesting. I'll explain them when I read it, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this comes out on the 23rd of August. Opal's TikTok, she just looks like she has, well, she just has such a great sense of humour. I mm. think that this is going to be a fun book. Mm. Um, yeah. Go <laughs> she, find her. She also has a completed series. It's a duology, a pirate romance duology as well. Nice. And she also has a series called Dusk Walker Bride, which is about a monster who never turns into a handsome prince so she's you know she knows what she's <gasps> oh oh my god yes it's her oh yeah oh my god so okay from the 
Dusk Walker Bride series. Yeah. I just realised the first book in that I'm going to pick up this week because I really, really desperately want to read it. Um, and I got it. Okay, it's the same author. Yeah, and I just realised that's how I found. So it's about a. Uh, <laughs> it's about like a demon monster guy who has a skull head. Right. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> just say it. It's this monster erotica. I've not read it, but it was a, it was recommended to me. Don't be hesitant. It's called it's... a soul to keep, and apparently. I think there's So ten- he has the skull face the whole time. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, it was recommended to me for tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> also, I want to let you guys know it's not a human skull face either, it's an animal skull face. Yeah, it's like a. Like a deer a or something. Cow or a deer, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And he's like holding her throat and she's like touching his face. Same yeah. Or, same offer. Probably the right vibe for you. <laughs> Anyway, back to Wait, do I need to t- I need to tell them what you texted me last night? So this is the second in a series we've discussed, I think, isn't it? Yeah, so after the <laughs> Morning, Morning Glory Milking Farm. Glory Milking Farm, yeah. So it's, it's Mothmen called Sweetberries. <laughs> It's fucking Mothmen, and she like sent me this screenshot that was about like Mothmen who vibrate with vibrating dicks. <laughs> yes, yeah, so some, someone had someone had done an Instagram story and tagged the author in it, and then mm. she had shared it, and then obviously I came across it, and I was like, I need to send this to Lenny. <laughs> so the person who'd written the story said, "Listen to me, this man, Mister, I'm a nerd scientist Mothman who is socially awkward. <laughs> yeah, he has a vibrating dick. He also has an insanely long tongue." And if you're out for hours and hours with zero slow down on pace, like, who needs regular men? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this is a book I've just read, Tony. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so you sat there hesitating about saying you want to read, like, what this book's about. When you te- text me about vibrating moth penises just last night. <laughs> oh, yeah, so when they're having sex, he, like, levitates and she goes up with him and he's like... <laughs> It was a really good book. Oh, the visuals I, behind that! I think, <laughs> I think it wasn't as good as um, Morning Glory, but it was enjoyable. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the third one when it comes out. I, I'm gonna have to read these now, just out of sheer curiosity. Oh my god, when does the third one come out? Because that should probably be mm. on this list at some point. <laughs> anyway, sorry to interrupt um, about this other <laughs> overrated. <laughs> I just had to mention you're like sat there hesitating about talking about this, and like you just text me that <laughs> it's because I get um, I get a lot of monster erotica books recommended to me now and I forget why they've been recommended to me yeah. a lot of them are recommended because of tentacles um, <laughs> well, you've been very clear about that particular <laughs> yeah yeah I've been like I need kraken and tentacle recommendations <laughs> anyway and then um, yeah one of the the like resident erotic erotica reader in our in our discord who particularly likes monster mm-hmm. books was like uh natalie you need to read this and she like, that a soul to uh, a soul to keep and i was like okay i'm on it <laughs> and then what else oh i opened tiktok the other day after i finished that sweet berries yeah i opened tiktok and the first video that came up on my like not the following the like four yeah. it was someone who was like Mothman recommendations. <laughs> so 
then there was like sweet berries and only one other <coughs> book. And I was like, oh, well, I need that book now. <laughs> I literally come in and I was like, finishes sweet berries, opens up TikTok, sees this recommendation, downloads. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. No uh, further explanation um, needed. Because there's not, I don't think there's many Mothman books. <laughs> oh, dear. And then I was telling you about the next book in that series, wasn't I? Mm-hmm. Okay. So about this dragon. Okay. So it says, because there is a storyline, Just it's not just dragon sex, Not I just assume. dragon sex, okay. I assume, I don't know, I've not read it. <laughs> it says, when... Glasses back on. <laughs> when Amalia's cat brought home a strange flying lizard during a terrible storm, she has no idea that it was a dragon, or that it would save her from burning at the stake, only to imprison her in his lair... When she oh my saw God, this his... escalated so yeah. quickly. When she saw his human face. Now she is stuck in this cave with a moody, hot-tempered and arrogant warrior. One who has killed her kind by the dozens. She expected to feel trapped, but somehow <laughs> it makes her feel unbelievably safe. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Author's note. This book contains a trigger that may be unsettling for some readers. Please read the warning at the beginning of the book. <laughs> is it that there's going to be dragon sex? <laughs> That might be unsettling for some people. So he could be as small as a lizard. Okay, the mechanics make a bit more sense. Or now. maybe when she got him and they grew up. No, what? I don't know. But she's so the cat brings home a lizard yeah. that turns out to be the dragon, and then he kidnaps her well, and takes her to her I cave. Hope, I hope he's in dragon form and not lizard form because mm. that's, that's where I draw a line. <laughs> Dragon is okay, but lizard, I'm not on board. Kraken. <laughs> it's all fine, but lizards is one step too far, guys. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> we need to have standards. <laughs> we need to have morals. <laughs> lizards just cross the line. We need to hold our monster erotica to a higher level, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like a great book. Um, all right, next one. <laughs> so this is one I'm hoping to read this week. Mm-hmm. Comes out on the thirty first of August by C. N. Muc Muccab Muccab Muccab. That was a tongue twister, and I've not even started with the names in the book. So, <laughs> or the name of the book, which I've tried to work out a few times. And I, I should have just gone to her TikTok and see how she pronounced it. Yeah. Alright. Let's see. <laughs> oh, okay. Inatora? Inatora? Yonatora? Hmm. That's a proper fantasy name, that one. This is the one I was going to mention last time and I said no because it's not gone up on Kindle yet, so I won't mention it. Okay. This is the first of a epic fantasy series and the oh. series is called the heart trials i think or yeah i assume so and then this that enatora is just the name of the mm-hmm. book presumably so the glass is back on <laughs> <laughs> so this is a story of six magical kingdoms millennia old matchmaking trials a forgotten past suspended in time and one broken fairy who now holds all power within her grasp Sky Evanvale, firstly, thank you for the nice name. Mm. Future seems set in stone. Come of age, take the trials, and become queen to a strange kingdom of their choosing. Mm. 
That was until her childhood friends declared his love for her. Oh. And their plans disappeared. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Uh, <laughs> um, where's the kidnapping? Where's the cave? Where's the dragon? <laughs> <laughs> but that morning came, and fate once again had a way of deciding what was to be. Now faced with a task from her long-lost mother, Sky had no option. Nightmares follow in the dark spaces between worlds, seeking her newfound power. The only way to stop them is to travel to the heart, which she, for, for she must destroy the child, and no one can know what hangs around her neck. Mm. Oh. So it's perfect for fans of Lord of the Rings and Throne of Glass. Nice. Throne of Glass is what I'm currently... Yeah, no, I'm just thinking, is there much crossover between those two series? I've got Throne of Glass. Throne of Glass is a lot of like it's kingdoms and ah, and that kind yeah. of thing. So it's a bit more Yeah. Hmm. It's a bit more I guess Game of Thronesy as in there's different kingdoms and there's thrones and there's pots and kings and queens and all this kind of stuff. Did you see about the prequel? show that's coming out the prequel Game of Thrones show yeah I've because I've been watching something on now TV actually on Sky Atlantic it's, it's every advert break is that advert for that series yeah I don't know I don't know how I feel about it I feel like they should probably just let it let it go yeah and so the producers or writers or whatever mm. were being questioned about it saying is it going to be as sexual assaulty because that mm. was what everyone hated from Game of Thrones and they were like no it's not going to be as gratuitous but we need to keep it realistic to the time period. It's a fucking fantasy made up well. Yeah. Why is this the excuse for always putting women raping stuff? Also, it's the fact that they add in a lot more rapey stuff for the TV series than they did yeah. the, than it's in the books. Yeah, I mean, I think even George R. R. Martin was it a bit issue with it. Especially with Khaleesi it. and Drogo, because mm-hmm. that never happened. The actual, their first sex scene is actually quite sweet in the books yeah in the books they actually spend an entire day on the beach and he like every time she says no he backs off yeah yeah i remember this now i've not yeah. read it for so long but yeah yeah he every time she says no that's like he only knows a couple like, he, words yeah, he from the common tongue when she says no yeah. but he like he like kisses her and he kind of like waits till she's in the mood waits till she says yes everything he does he kind of stops first and checks mm. with her like I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna do this here and she's like, yes. Yeah. And like, he does, they do not do anything until she's like, basically going, yes, please do it. Yeah. And then in the in, show, they're like, rapey, rapey. Yeah. And then they're meant to be this epic love story. Yeah. And I'm like. But you ruined it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Anyway, that was yeah. complete tangent. <laughs> We've been quite good. Do, not too would you tangent. like to describe this cover? Because I, my brain says no. All right. Hang on. Get closer. I'm on a beanbag. <laughs> And I'm feeling my age and trying to get on and off this feedback today. And I, I'm barely moving because, baby. Okay, so it's kind of framed with, like, red leaves, um, but not autumnal leaves. I think it's just, like, a red tree mm. or red flower. Um, and then it's got sparkly fantasy writing with the title. And then we've got a fairy lady at the front with a glowy necklace, and she's got, like, fairy ears and red hair, because, of course, she's got red hair. They've always got red hair. Mm. And then there's a dude half in shadow behind her who looks quite handsome. And there's a lady or another dude, not sure, mm. indeterminate. They have glowy red eyes. And then it's kind of like a skyline in the background with like vines of a tree going across it. 
The glowy, glowy red eyes person makes a little less snake. Oh yeah, look at Snake. Anyway, yeah, I have an arc of this, so I'm very excited to read it. Yeah, it looks good. I like the name of the main character, uh-huh. Sky. I like yeah. That. Okay, so we've just got a couple more. Let's we've got it. three more. All right. And I think they're a little bit of a mixture of genres because. Why Isn't not? it quite a fantasy heavy oh. episode? But the fantasy. They do tend to be. Mm. It's because that's where my feed is on TikTok, mm. so they're the ones I get a lot. I don't know, we had a whole bunch of romance ones in one episode. Oh, yeah. We had like a whole thing of just romance, didn't we? We were the half naked men on the cover. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> every cover was like, there is a bruising looking gentleman. <laughs> he is topless. Um, not that we're complaining. No. <laughs> I may not pick up the book, but I appreciate the cover. Mm-hmm. So, the next one comes out on the 10th of September. This is called Wildling Snare, okay. and it's the first book in the Wildling Dreams series. By A.R. Grimes. Another great name. Mm. So the cover shows a man who's in, it's not quite night's clothes, but he's got like armour on. He's walking away from the viewer, holding a sword into like a stone archway that is glowing. Okay. So like almost like a kind of portally thing. Oh yeah. It looks very epic. It looks epic, yeah. Oh, another good fantasy, fonty cover, like... um, Title font. The little, um... The flicky bits. The flourishes. Yeah. So this is the first. It's probably going to be a big series, I'm assuming, because anything that's slightly fantasy is usually... Yeah. A big series. Yeah, so the author's a big fan of J.R. Tolkien. So this says, What if at the tender age of 16 you suddenly found yourself responsible for the government of an entire realm? And what if your innate magical abilities as a wildling surfaced at the same time? Sure. Welcome to the world of... Enoch Northwood. Good job. Yes. A young man whose secure and predictable life has just turned upside down. Oh, so maybe it's like a chosen one trope, which, when done well in high fantasy, is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Enoch returns home from the Resurrection Festival to discover that his beloved guardian, the Baron Knight of the Northern Marches, has passed away. The youth must now act as Baron Knight under the strict tutelage of his dreaded mentor, Commander Storm. <laughs> Lacking confidence in his ability to lead others, Enoch neither expected nor desired this heavy responsibility to fall on his shoulders. Hoping to prove himself as a leader, Enoch enters the forbidden Darkenwood Forest to search for people from his village who have gone missing. Instead, he discovers a secret wall that connects him to Annabelle, a girl from Earth, with whom he's been sharing dreams and seems like a sister. I like the way she made it clear it's not a romance. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Grieving and desperate for family, Enoch wants Annabelle in his life and is willing to take risks and break the rules to ensure this. However, time is running out. Enoch doesn't realise it, but the young sorcerer's scheme to ensnare Enoch for a dark purpose is close to fruition. Ooh. Can Enoch bring Annabelle to his world? Or it's too late. I like the idea of it like a family. Yeah. It's like found family and he's fighting for Yeah. A family member or a you know. Yeah, like a friend. Yeah, rather than a fated mate. Yeah. That sounds good. I like the sound of that. Yeah, it sounds very cute. And that comes out on the tenth of September. I will be checking it out. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. 
Right, next one, Dragonborn. This is the second book in the Banneret series okay. by Jamie Dalton. So let me go to the first book. The covers look good. So the first book is called World Walker. This one's called Dragonborn. And the okay. covers both show the same woman. They're like a blue uh, colour palette. And they show a woman in each of them. She's like a different pose holding a dagger. And she looks quite uh, fearsome from what you can see. She's, you can't really see she's her face. She's all like shadowy like and there's like twirly purple smoke around her. Mm. Yeah. Looks good together. Yeah. Okay, so. And that covers the match. Yeah. And these are available on Kindle Unlimited. The second one comes out on the 20th of September and will be available on Kindle Unlimited. Just these episodes are here to just nag you. Oh my god, I know, I just need to do it. Adeline's life as a cook in a king's kitchen will soon end when the spirits of the past reach out to her, warning that things are not all as they seem in the kingdom of Perruin. Even though her name was too easy. (laughs) Um, Having long since rid itself of magic, the world has not seen a human with magical power in 500 years. Overwhelmed that her life may be forfeit if her newfound abilities are discovered, Adeline must find the strength to rise to the challenge of being the only world walker. On her mm. quest to hone her magic, Adeline enlists the name of a secret race of dwarfs and elves and discovers she may be the key to saving it all, or bringing the kingdom a war that's overdue. Oh. That sounds really cool, and I like her name. <laughs> no, that hasn't even to do with anything, but... <laughs> That sounds cool. That sounds like oh, such a nice Oh, I would story. definitely give that a try. This is no mm. good. I don't have this much time in the day. Yeah, I wonder how many books there's going to be in this series. That's the problem. Like we, I don't know whether it's better when you come in when you're like nine books deep or if it's better to go in at the first one, but then you're like, well, I have to, I have to read it because I need to know what happens. Yeah, like in some ways I like to wait until mm. it's all done and then read it. No, just bit. You're not a binge reader though. That's a me thing. Mm. Like I'd like to get all nine of them, and then just do that yeah. for six weeks or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, there's so many series that I'm just like in the middle because I'll, mm. I'll read one and then I won't read the next one for months. I don't know how I... you do that though because I just don't. I re- don't know. I don't retain the information long enough. I just get like if I listen to read too much of mm. one thing, I get sick of it. I think. Yes, God, is the one I've uh, the only one I've ever seen you read and consecutively. Such a long break. From yeah, that. I think I've not picked it up since like April. Not since we went to the signing. No. Which and was Nick's May, I finished think. them all. Yeah. How dare he? How dare he? I'm rude. He was like, I finished it all. And I was like, tell me about it. And he sent me. <laughs> You'll get around to it eventually. Mm. Yeah. Because I was updating my, um, what I've read this year sheet. And I started from January and just put yeah. them all into this sheet. And then I was like, oh, God, I listened to so many Skullduggeries in a row. One yeah. Month, and then I've not picked it up since. Must have been your, like, whole world for a bit. Yeah, it literally was. I, yeah. I listened to Skullduggery and read um, comics, and that was all I did for mm. a month. Nice. I like time like that. Yeah. Right. So the last one, this is by that duo that I said. Yes. Yeah. That found us on, well, I found you on TikTok mm. about the podcast, which is cool. So it's Willa Drew. But I think Willa is one person's mm. name and Drew is the other person's name. So yeah, but that's the author name. Mm-hmm. And this is the first book in a series called Falling for the Rockstar's Daughter. So I think it's like a contemporary romance. Nice. And this one's called We Blend. It says, stage name, secret plans, real love. 
Escaping the shadow of my famous rock star stepfather and the paparazzi is how I found myself, microphone in hand, at a bar off campus, wearing a disguise and my heart on my sleeve. I just want to sing. I need melodies like I need air to breathe. Music isn't just some hobby. It's my everything. And from the moment Will steps on that stage next to me, I know my life won't ever be the same. And our connection is instant. We want each other almost as much as we want the money. He's in the States on scholarship and I'm trying to make my way in the industry. We forge an alliance, not knowing the secrets we both keep. Even tangled in a duet of lies, we make sense, we blend. Together we could have it all or lose our hearts. A duet of lies? Mm. That's A plus sentence. Mm. So this comes out on the 27th of September. And the cover's like a fun contemporary illustrated one. So it's yellow background and then it's got like the couple singing next to a like like, busking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So she's got a little mic and he's got a guitar. Yeah. And the little hearts, bubble yeah. hearts, like like speech bubbles or text they kind of, bubbles. Um, the covers kind of reminded me of the Talia Hibbert trilogy, if you've seen that, mm. like the Eve Brown. And, and they do have another one called Starstruck. Mm. And that's from the Falling from Movie Star series. And this is already out, but again, it's got like the fun illustrated cover. It's like a pink one. Oh, it's like a star is like in lights, like... Hollywood lights kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he's she's picking like, her up off the ground. And it's called Falling for the Movie she's Star. She's got like blue hair. Yeah. Oh my god, they look so cool. So they look like they're really cutesy contemporary romances, which sometimes we just need. We just need. Don't we? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, We Blends, that's called. It looks really cute. So I think I need to read more things like this that are fun. I tend yeah. to read mm, a bit heavy stuff sometimes, or fantasy, which is always sometimes a bit. Heavy, yeah. Heavy, yeah. So that that's by Willardry, and I think it looks fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what yep. I'm going to talk about today, and we'll do another one. End of the year, probably yeah. end of October, we'll do another one. Yes, we're like recording ahead of time, so we um, Natalie can have a little break baby to break. have a baby, baby vacation, <laughs> your baby vacation. <laughs> so. Yeah, once we've done this lot of recording, we won't be recording again until October, which is weird. I was, I've got really into the, uh, you know on Reddit they've got the Am I the Arsehole thread? Yes, I love them. So, um, I don't look at it on Reddit, but there's an Instagram account that reposts them, and I've started, I don't know why I keep looking at them. They keep mm. coming up on my feed, so I don't I do them. enjoy them. I get them on Facebook and Pinterest as mm. well. Yeah. And I read one last night where it was like... Am I the asshole because uh, I had a go at my mother-in-law and I was like, probably not, but tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, pulled me in. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, uh, yeah, I looked at it and it was like this woman who was due to give birth like very soon mm. and her partner had managed to get three weeks of paternity leave when yeah. the baby was born. And then his mum surprised him with a paternity vacation for the la- the second two weeks, because she said a week is enough with the newborn, and then he can have two weeks holiday. Um, and I was like, um, you're not the asshole. No, Your husband is the asshole. Not the asshole. He did did not he go on the holiday? Mom. So he said to his mum, no, so where it left off was, so his mum was like, apparently it's like a cultural thing, so they mm. didn't say anything. 
But like his mum was like, in my day, the men didn't even come into the birthing room. It's, it yeah. should only be seen by medical professionals and blah, blah, And like the men were not involved in the child rearing at all, which, okay, but that's like your day. That's your day. Yeah. And then it left with, they, like basically the mum left in tears because she had a go and was like, no, he's taking that time off to, to help, help look me, after the baby yeah. and to bond with baby. And then he was like, maybe I should just go for a week because she's already paid for it and it'd be rude otherwise. And then mm. the wife was like, am I the asshole for telling him that you shouldn't go on any of this? No. And everyone's comments was just basically like, if he didn't stick up for you, you just shouldn't be with him. <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, fair do. Because yeah. it sounds like she's going to interfere in a lot of that baby raising. And if he's it, already was this not their first? Sticking, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially if he's already not best, sticking up. Yeah. Like, what does he need a break for? Oh, all of that hard work yeah. of not carrying the child and not yeah. giving birth. Well, like, that's just so, like, she can recover from, like, a major, major thing for her body. Yeah. Like, I don't... It's really weird that they, the how people don't take that recovery that seriously. No. And, like, when baby's first born, like, baby and mum already have a bond. Baby and mum have been yeah. bonded for nine months. Well, it's yeah. more like ten months because it's 40 weeks, so it's ten months. Those first few weeks are very crucial for daddy to bond with baby. Yeah. Like, but daddy and baby bonding is so underrepresented, underrepresented, but it's such an important thing to happen. Well, also, there's, it just for your kid to know there's a second person to mm. turn to. Just like, that's almost like that imprinting kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, of, like, there are two faces. When we yeah. had our first, it was like, obviously, we did hypnobirthing and stuff. Mm. And it was, like, recommended, you know, Dad does a lot of bare skin yeah, holding skin and stuff skin. because it helps baby bond with Dad because mm. they don't need that extra bonding with Mum. But well, no, all the hormones take the care of that. Like, yeah. yeah. And the fact that Mum probably feeds well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, to see the, that face is, like, this is another safe face. Yeah. Food comes from this face as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, this is my... These two yeah. are my, my safety. Mm. Yeah, I was like, um, you are not the arsehole, love. Oh, but yeah, completely unrelated. But, but yeah. <laughs> Tell you, more, uh, honestly, all I see about child having, I'm like, this looks like hard work. <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand how it isn't easier. Well, I don't know if they're, they're worried, like, I keep seeing all these things of people being worried about, like, the population... As in, there's not as many people having children. Yeah, no, well, they're doing forcing them in America. Well, they're doing nothing to make it easier, and it's like it just, it just, it seems so logical to me. Make it easier for people to have children; they will have more children. I like how America is the one that's in the news at the minute for forcing women to give birth, but they don't have maternity or paternity leave. Mm. They don't have There's any form of alone. money to help. Yeah, the medical I mean, it can cost you crippling. like 30 grand to have a baby. Just, so all these people and that's saying, just the giving birth yeah, part. All these people are saying, I'll just give it up for adoption. Who the frick is paying for those medical bills? Yeah, exactly. Who is, who is paying for your recovery? Because What's the, you know, there's not a guarantee that you won't need medicine afterwards, that you won't, won't need help recovering. But, you know, you could be physically crippled for the rest of your life. Mm. Yeah. Just not, because they need more internal stock, <laughs> as it was as it was. But no, phrased. I've seen things, like, on, even in British newspapers, talking about, like, the slow, it's the slowing birth rate. Mm. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I am... What are you offering people? 
Yeah, but like, how, like, I'm nearly 29 and I'm still in my parents' house. Yeah, people can't afford... You You can't even... You can't even guarantee that people can afford their electricity bills. Yeah. Why Why are they going to have children? My whole point is, like, I was never opposed to the idea of having children. But by the time I get to move out, I'm going to be nearly 30. Mm-hmm. And like, I will have not been in my own space taking care of just me before, before like, I know, the, the, like, the safe, considered safe age to have children maybe will come by or I don't want to be an old parent. Mm. You know? Like, what I'm going to get... If I met someone, I'm going to get, what, a couple years? Like Yeah, like, I see... I mean, I'm 34 now. Mm. I see 37 as my cut-off point. Mm. I think any older than that, and it wouldn't be fair on my body or, mm. or baby, really. I just... I like that I had young parents. Like, I've always mm. liked that. That my parents were a bit younger than all my friends' parents, and they understood things a bit yeah. more... You've, like, missed that boat to be a young parent. Well, yeah, but I could just adopt one at the age yeah. that I would have yeah. <laughs> That's so true. But, yeah, like, they're not putting in our bill of rights, are they, about oh, right to abortion because they don't want to offend people. But <sighs> we have a good separation of church and state, so it's not, not, it's not a moral issue. issue. Um, in the UK, it's always been treated as a medical issue, and it should stay that way. Yeah, but our government is being funded by no, no churches. We don't want to get too depressing. No. We started at the beginning. Um, but yeah, just... politically, all of those books. This is why great. you need to read. This is why you need to read the books. Just escapism yeah. is the only way. Support creative people. Oh my god, yeah. We can just if we just wait them out, right? This whole generation above us will die off. Yeah, but they're going to take us all down with them. Yeah, I know. But it's just, it's just, I really love when you see, like, how politically active Gen Z are. Because I know millennials, like, we're a bit inconsistent. Like, we'll sign a petition, but we won't go to the protest or whatever. Well, I got, I got a backhoe. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to stand for that long. I'm not going to (laughs) London. What is it? But, but like, I will share about it on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know. I saw this. I saw this TikTok. It was like in um, Texas school after the "Don't Say Gay" bill came mm. in, and just these kids, the protest they were having on the school grounds. Mm. I was just like, you know what, Gen Z are just well, they need to because they know they've got yeah. no future otherwise, and that's horrible that mm. they're in that position. Did you see that? Um, I can't remember which medical school it was, but like at their graduation, they had. He did a walkout. Uh, yeah, didn't they? that doctor come on, who's a, a firm fan of forcing people to have mm. children, and everyone walked out. They did a walkout. I love it. Good. Gen Z doing the work. That's what I commented. I was like, I fucking love Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> the the problem with many countries, not mm. not this, not the only problem. There's thousands of problems, but a big problem with many countries is the decisions being made by. People are not going to have the consequences. Yeah, people who are comfortable because they didn't grow up in the same recession, the same anything. Mm. And they bought yeah. the house for five pence in the eighties. Like like Brexit, half of those people that voted to mm. leave are dead now. Well, that's like my nana persuaded my granddad to change his vote because she was like, "You're not going to have to live the consequences." Yeah. She's like, "You're you're voting for a future that we're not going to see. Like it's not fair." Yeah, and they should have allowed sixteen and seventeen year olds to vote mm. for that. Because 
it's pay, their future. Yeah. And secondly, if they pay tax, they yeah, have a right saying, to vote. Yeah. I you can't if you if they can't vote in the future of and if they can't vote in what the government does with their money, you shouldn't be taxing them. Yeah. So that's my that's my anyway, little rant. So that's, that's why same. we need the indie authors to yeah. escape, run away. That's why I'm like a huge believer that people who have been in prison, they're not allowed to vote. They shouldn't be taxed. Them. Mm-hmm. That's yep. just. I don't care if they've if they've broken the law. I don't care. They're out now. Yeah. They paid their dues. That's mm-hmm. the point of prison. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you don't think that, if you don't think that they have learnt their lesson or whatever, maybe you should put money into reforming. I just, that's what I don't get. Like, all these things they're taking, like, research has proven, like, the other way of doing it. Like, this way works. It's shown to work. And then they're like, oh, yeah, no, we're gonna, we're gonna do the thing that doesn't work. Yeah. That has been proven time and time again not to work. Like, in, I think it's Norway, even if you get a life sentence, the longest you can go to Mm. prison is 21 years. And they have a really low crime rate, and their um, what? like their what's the word when you go back to prison? Oh, my mind's gone blank. Uh, Re reoffending. Yeah, their reoffending rate is basically non-existent because yeah. they they spend those twenty-one actually... years rehabilitating them. People come out. Mm. They're good members of society. I mean, they well, might have been good members of society anyway. But, like, but... one of the countries that had some, like, the worst, some, like, drug and crime problems in the world and but worst addiction rates in the world, they just basically, they legalised all drugs and funded all that money into <clears throat> programmes to fix the societal issues that were causing the addictions and their, their like, number of deaths from addiction, that kind of thing. Like, I think something like, not in more than halved in the space of yeah, two years. Yeah, I mean... You can fight the drugs part as much as you want, but actually there'll be a reason why people will turn into drugs. You need to fight that part. You need to fight the Mm. homelessness. You need to fight the unemployment rates, that kind of stuff. Because if people weren't suffering from them, there'd be a smaller percentage of people turning into things to help them. Especially if they do, if there's any crimes associated with that, the fact that you would end up finding it hardest to get a job Finding some of your rights restricted. Yes, the so research proves spiral, that it? is that is just the pipeline back to yeah. relapse, relapsing because you need community and you need purpose. Mm-hmm. And you need to. I mean, everyone needs that, regardless. And I think that's yeah one of the things about our society is moving away. You, there's no community. No, no, it's really weird. So yeah, that's anyway, my little, little no, nugget of joy. To do with anything rant at the end. <laughs> We yeah. went too tangenty, so nice little. Just the end. Your politics chat at the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will speak to you next week, uh, and we're going to talk about our queen and saviour, and Lou Bardugo, who we have already <laughs> confessed that we stand in a previous episode. Yeah, if she ever does anything, it will literally break my heart. She can't. No, she's not allowed. She's not allowed. She she must be protected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Have a good week, everyone. Meet you soon. Bye. Bye.